Okay, today's shir is we learn daf mem vav, and we were discussing the fact that in the previous the mission that began the parak a chalon ben that if it's severely sized and appropriately placed, meaning in terms of height from the ground, then it, one would be able to. It's considered like a petach, and the two chaserot can choose to either make erev chaserot together or separately. Okay, so the question is, if it's too high, mahu lemaet bekelim, can I put a kli there to mamaet? Now, I've already explained it and already committing to the but Chaim explains it. Now, the question is, is I'm trying, I'm putting Kalim on the ground to allow me to stand on it and therefore reduce the space between so-called the ground and the window. That's why Rechaim explains it here. He says, Close to the wall. Does that now reduce the height, such as no longer considered too high up anymore? What's interesting here, the reason why I hesitated is because we find that the Pnei Moshe is actually talking about the Chalon. Meaning, you, if you mema'et the Chalon, in other words, to reduce the window itself. But again, we're going to explain it like Reb Chaim. Okay? So again, we're talking about the Chalon's too high. Can I put some Caleb at the bottom such that it's not, not longer considered too high? Will that raise the floor for our purposes? So Rav, so Rav Chia Barashi says, well, Mamatim Bekelim, you can do so. And Rav Yonav says, Rav Yitzhak Bar Tavlaya says, Amar Rav Yochanan, Ein Mamatim Bekelim, says, no, you cannot. So Tamana Mechloke Rav Chia Rabbah Rabbi Yishmael Bar Yossi, we also have the Mechloke, Chada Ma'asa Vechada Ma'mutar. Now the question is, what's the basis of the debate? In other words, you can kind of understand the shit that says that it works because you're raising, effectively raising the floor up. What's the problem with um, the, the shit that says you can't? That it's asul. So the question, the answer is, The concern is you might forget and take it. Now, what's the issue of taking it? So Reb um, Chaim says there's two, two explanations. One is that it's effectively muktz. Why? Because for it to work, you've got to mavatl it to that, for that purpose. It's not just a stum kli. You're ple- leaving it there to act effectively like as a platform. So therefore, if you take it, you'll end up being uh, taking metal to something that's muktzah. Okay, that's the first understanding. However, it says inami, and he says this. He thinks the second one is the ikar. He says shami shkach pitleinu ubatela mute. That if you end up taking, you end up. Let's say you put a bucket there. We'll see exactly what the dimension should be soon. But let's say you put a bucket there, and you need that bucket on Shabbos, and you end up taking it away. You're going to mabatel in the mute. Right, because it's only going to work if you're ma'ayachid for the entire day of Shabbos. You might take it, and you think the Arab would still work, and it doesn't work. Okay, that's which is interesting. Which uh, even he says is there are ikar, but what's interesting is that um, where the, usually an eruvim a lot of the times we saw debates when you do the status and don't say this, but if the Arab worked on the onset of Shabbos, meaning the petach worked. Then why wouldn't you say it would continue? I don't know. That's a question I'll, I'll leave on, leave that for further thought. But he understands that if you took it away, it would ruin the window's ability to act as a petach between the two, two chatzayrot so they can work, they can combine, they can, they can continue to be considered, uh, combined together. Okay. Leave that as a question. All right. Let's continue. What does that mean? He, it's again, Rabchaim brings two explanations. One is, he said you should use a big korah, a big heavy beam. Another one is saying, means on top, you should place on top of the kalim that were there, something very heavy, such that it would fix it in place. In other words, something you're not going to move, that would be, that would work. 
So tiny bechomamatim, you can you can use anything. Ba'avanim olalevinim, you can rocks, bricks. Sulam tsuri tsulam mitri. These are two different types of ladders, which is um, which it's a cousin bavatram like, but two different types of ladders. Vehu shekavu. However, that's provided they they were fixed in place. Kavu meaning kavu bekarka, they're fixed in place. So Rav Ba b'shem Rav Yehuda afilu lo kavu. Even if you didn't fix it in place, it would still work. One second, the hard tiny, but when didn't we didn't we teach in the Bible? It says Vahusha Kvao that you fix it in place. So no, he says when it says Kvao, it doesn't mean physically fixed in place, but if you like mentally, I've assigned it to be fixed in that location, meaning Vahushiachtolachen. That would be sufficient. Hari Rabla, Rabla taught Kedin Tanya Vahusha Kavo, he taught like the brighter, it sounds like Kapshuto. I want to assume that meanings Kvao mean only if it's fixed in place. It would work. Okay. Now, Raviona says, Raviosa, um, we're going to start talking about a sulam. Now, um, Raviona, Raviosa, Tarveon Chad Beshem said Beshem Rav Ukvan, Vachadamar Beshem Rav Nachman, Bar Yitzhak, Tzrich Shia Ben Shliva, Leshliva, Pachot Mishlosha. So, in that brighter, we said you can mamaet the height by using a ladder to do so. The question to so what the Gemara is saying, it's not simply because I can walk up and access it, is that I need to make sure that between each of the rungs, it is less than three tfachim. Because I'm trying to effectively fill in that space. The steps alone wouldn't be as sufficient. He says, um, he says, uh, the first, yeah. Sulam detanin shuma ma'et, bilvaju lo yesh lo sha ben shliva le shliva, beni rung, the chen ben shliva le tachlon le karka, also between each rung and all the way to the ground, it's be less than three. Dichia gavna mina lavud, because then you can use the principle of wood to fill in this place. Aval yesh benehem gimel, even if there is, if there's three between, afa gavda mishliva eliona adachalon, even if from the top rung until the chalon is less than ten, leka, leka asara. That's simply a miut ba'avir, meaning I've just placed a rung in, in effectively, effectively like it's suspended in space, and that wouldn't be sufficient. So in other words, when I'm saying the ladder works, it's not because I can walk up it to that location. No, because I'm relying on the fact that between each rung there's less than three tfachim, and relying on the principle of the wood, and it's equivalent to pay, placing a block there. That's what the Gemara is teaching us. Similarly, I've tried to show this in this uh, example, that what we're saying here is that the width of the rung that reduces it between ten tfach, to, to, less than 10 tfachim, it itself has to be 4 tfachim wide, including the poles that support the rungs as well. Okay? Now, why is that? Because that is because Reb Chaim says, It won't be a petach. In other words, for the, this petach, this window to work and function as a petach, the entire width, the width of a petach, meaning four tfachim one, has to be within ten tfachim from the ground. So therefore, if I have, my, if my ladder is very narrow, it won't, meaning less than four tfachim, it won't help because the only part that's now within ten tfachim from the ground effectively will be less than three, four tfachim wider, one of a petach. I need the full amount. So that's why, as you can see on the picture, I tried to show here, including the rung from that top one here, that's within ten tfachim, it has to be four wide, including the poles themselves. However, it says, um, yes, it says, yasa amar, kofachi drigumemaet, similarly, I'm saying however, because this, this, the statement of yasa, the first part of it doesn't, 
um, something to fit in because now talking about kofa means like a kora, and you function, you cut it out to act like madrigot, like steps. Okay, another understanding it's a dried out so, or some leaven. Also, you turn it to madrigot. That would also work. However, now is important. But so, in other words, when we say the Amodima help, that can help to um, make the Shlivot, the rungs, Ava, meaning wide enough to be four Tvachim wide. But as you can see, I tried to draw in the picture before the, before the, the ladder starts disappearing, if you like. Even if the rungs extended a bit higher, not the rungs, the poles extend a bit higher, we don't include them. The poles on their own aren't going to help. It's the rungs, the, 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 plat, the platform that's created by the rungs, that's what reduces it. I don't care if the poles of the ladder stick up even higher than the top rung, that doesn't really reduce the space between us and up. So in other words, yes, I can include the poles of the ladder to mashlim, the arba, the width of one of the rungs, to make my platform such that now there's between the, platform, the, the top rung or the rung that's four wide and the window is less than 10. But the rungs themselves can't help me extend the ladder higher than it is because it's really measured from the top rung that's sufficiently wide. Okay, that's point. No, that's that's the point. So in other words, our rung has to be four wide, and it has to be between each rung less than three fucking wide. So effectively, we have levud, and that top platform is now effectively as if it's one big block reaching the ground and less than between ten. Now, why have I showed you um, in, in grey or a faded colour the, the ladder extending up? Is because the fact that the, these other these other rungs that are going even higher, they won't help me because they're less than four tvachim wide. So it's really, we're only measuring from the one that the, the top one that's, as I've showed you in the dotted line, as follows. Okay, fine. Does this have to be a real ladder or can it be a halachic ladder? What does that mean? Uh, could, you, could you build this structure out of a balsa wood? I mean, can you, do, can you walk on it? Um, you able to walk on it? Yeah, a good question. Because it sounds like... Um, it sounds like at the moment we're just trying to rely on halakhic spaces. That, what you're right. saying might actually be, there might be actually, I, there's two expansions of Chaim coming up on something else we'll see. That might, that might be the Nafkimita between them. Uh, let's just hold that thought. You'll see in a, in a, see in a moment. Okay, now, Rav Yasa B'Shem Rav Ba, Barakana Sitzrich Shem Mashuch Minakotel Arba Tvachim Kidei Makom. Now, what does that mean here? I might have a ladder that is slanting all the way. But the rung itself has to be, I need a Kedem Makom. Now, if you remember, it's not about accessing the roof, the, the window necessarily. It's about, well, we'll see in a moment the two explanations that, I've done, about to, that I sort of said we're about to see, is, but it has to be, now, here I haven't shown it, but it really has to be like four wide. Okay? Or let's say four wide, including Labud or something like that. Because I need my platform, because I'm remember, I'm raising the ground such that between the top rung, the top sufficiently wide rung, and now we're saying sufficiently deep rung, is between there and the window is less than 10 tfachim. Okay? So, but that is because it's not just width wide, I also need depth wide, so I have a proper makom. Because a proper makom is, is what's going to reduce the space between the ground and the and the window itself. Okay? Um in other words, So it might be more like like planks of wood as opposed to nice rungs, or you're lying on love. Like I said. Now here's the interesting part, and this is where you're gonna to have two explanations. And it says as follows. 
Um, and Otoshiliva, sorry, I missed a bit. Now, Arevchisya Bashem Rabun Barkana Otashlivashima It's particularly the one when you have this requirement that has to be four outs sticking out, like by four or four deep. That is when that's the rung that's going to memate it. Like I've shown in the picture, even though it might be going in deeper, sort of narrower as it goes towards the wall as you get closer to it. Now, this is a part of Reb Chaim that might relate to what you were saying, Doc. It says as follows, Klomar, lo kol ashlibot shrichot liblot arba, they don't all need to be sticking out by four, v'day shu oto shliva shihim memaetet, mimena, shimimena arachalon, shuv leka asara, that's the one that's critical, that's the one that has to be four wide up showing the picture, the one that is mamash can be memaet. Despite the fact that those are above it might not be mushuchot, that's why I tried to show in the picture, because the issue is I need to have, if you like, this halachic makom of dalad al However, here's where he brings a different explanation. I'm not sure if, if what you're saying is, um, this might impact what you're thinking of. Now, there's inami, hasulam ye omen mashuchmanakotel dalad vachim, that the sulam has to stick out by four. Shi'im hu omed zakuf etzela kotel, because if it wasn't sticking out by four and it was mamash up against the wall vertical, then it wouldn't be convenient to climb up. That one has to be meshuchad dalad. Why? In that situation, it will be no achla'alot mimena kotel, then it'll be able to, usefully be able to climb up. But the ones above I'm not interested in, even if it's too close to the wall. When now, I, I, again, what's in other words, what it sounds like here yeah, between the two ones, Reb Chaim is explaining it. The first one is of halachic consequence. I need a shir makom dalad al dalad to do mamiut. The second one understanding seems that no, the reason why it has to stick out is for practical purposes. It won't really function well as a ladder because it will be too inconvenient to use as you're going closer. Now that might that all might necessarily not impact on your debate, uh, your question of whether it has to be functional ladder or not, because it could be that even the second way of understanding it is that would halakhically give it the definition of a ladder in terms of practical closeness, even if it's too weak to hold. But then again, on the other hand, that might, the, 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 your question might be hinging between the two different opinions. Meaning the first explanation that's talking about shirumakom might be, I don't really care if it's made of balsa wood. Uh, you know, it's, it's as long as it, satisfies halachic requirement to create my makom, that's enough. The second understanding that's talking about practicality, meaning is it, um, can I, uh, you know, it's, if it's too close, I'm able to climb up, maybe it has to be a functioning ladder such as I can climb up, right? I don't know, meaning it has to be substantially big. Again, this is all just, um, uh, I'm reflecting on this based on your question now, okay? But let's continue. Sorry, that's a good good disclaimer um, when you have a, when you give a, uh, you have a suggestion in the Gemara, you just get Sarah and even if it doesn't make sense, you're okay. Okay, let's continue. Um, Rabbi Yaakov, um, here we are. Now, Rabbi Yaakov Badromai Bayi, Hevi Dofan Shel Shibat Fachim Umechetza. Okay, so you bring a Dofan of, this is talking about, now we saw this Sugya all the way back in, I think, Tafiur or something, back back in the world of Bigni Masechta. And you'll see in a moment how we, we explain it here slightly differently to where you explained it there. Because the Reb Chaim kind of explains it slightly differently, as we'll get to in a moment. But here, there, there with, with, if you bring a dofan, talking about a sukkah, you take it of seven tfachim and mechetz, so seven tfachim, you bring it up from the ground, less than pachot mishloshat tfachim, then it'll be mutar. Okay? 
Why? Because now I can rely on the wood at the bottom, and I've got my wall of my silkas ten tefachim high, minimum size, minimum size uh, wall. We're happy. Now tamanata mar There you said that as long as it's less than three, it's considered sealed. And in this case, in other words, like at amar You said here that the window has to be four wide, otherwise it's considered sealed up. I don't understand. Is it three or is it four? So the Gemara basically says, that's not even a good kasha. Now, we have to fill in the blanks here, both Panemot and Rebchaim explain it here. Why is it not a good kasha? It's not a good kasha because we're talking about two different things altogether. Lavud is a principle when you fill in a gap. And here it's not an issue whether the window is considered sealed or not. It's whether it's wide enough to be considered a petach. So therefore, even if it's bigger than three, it's too small to be a petach. That's why I need four. So don't compare our case of the window with the dinim of Lavud. That's not a really good kasha. However, in at Bayit Makshi, if you want to bring a kasha, hachin kashi. This is what you should ask. Hevi dofan shel arba tfachin v'koshuhu. Why don't you do as follows? Why don't you bring a dofan that's four and slightly more? V'yigbiu, when you bring it up, v'yigbiu mina aretz. Now change the word shlosha tachin chaser koshuhu. Then I'll bring it up from the ground. Less, just less than three tfachin from the ground. So when I do that, I've got a space of less than three tfachin. I've got four, just more than four tfachin. And together they combine with, um, it's actually just four tefachim, I should say. Um, they combine, and now I've got a, I've got a, um, a, effectively a halachic wall of just under seven. Okay. And then what I can do is I can put a string at the top at ten tefachim. In other words, why do I need, I should have brought the picture here. I might throw it in later, but we, we, we saw this picture back in, in Dafyord. But notice, why do I need, why does the solutions if in, in the mission by Sukkot say, uh, you need a one a bit more than seven, add, you, you know, raise from the ground less than the Tfachim, you've got Lavud, you've got your wall. I can use even less wood. How will I do that? What I will do is I'll use a board of four, place it just slightly less than three from the ground, and then I'll put a string at uh, one Tfach above, at the top, at, 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 at ten Tfachim. Now, the fact that between my, the top of this pass that I put in this board, and the and the top is more than three tefachim. Well, I'm not relying on the wood. Nonetheless, why don't I simply say Omed Muruba ala parots? Okay, I could simply say Omed Muruba ala parots, and that would be enough. Now, so in other words, the question you're saying is, don't ask. It's not that, that your your difficulty with that brighter doesn't it, is not how it relates to our Mishnah regarding Chalon, because the Chalon is a different topic altogether. It's got to do with the petach. You bring a kasher on that brighter itself. Why do we say that it's, you need a board of seven and a bit? Use a board of four and a bit and rely on Omed Murubala Parrots. Because again, the four board plus less than three is Lavud means that just under seven, that will be more than the Parrots, the space between the top of the board and the string at the top. Okay? Why don't you just simply do that? Um, so we say, Okay? So, in other words, in the way we explain on Dafyud, we said this was actually part of the kasha. However, in the context of that sugi, we're talking about modal parrots and whether you can use just simply three strings, when you make the wall of three strings, if they don't have to add up to a tapach. But I'm not going to go over that now. And Rab Chaim says, no, this is actually the answer in this context. So we're explaining this yeva slightly differently, a little differently to where we said it before. So he, because he, Rab Chaim explains it differently in both places, I think. In other words, what's the answer? He says that if you recall, that is, Rabbi Yochanan says, This is talking about, uh, this is talking about like a well, the, whose walls 
um, combined with a space in between it to make a platform. Let's say the walls of the well were ten from the ground. Even though there's a space inside it, that can combine the walls and the space in between. It can combine to make to make that consider Rosh Hashanah. Okay, that's how we explain it. Now it says that but that's only when the Omed is meaning the standing pass is more than the space in between. So the Gemara now, so Rav Chaim says here now as follows, on each side is Rabbah Lachalal, because Merubah on one side is not enough, you need Merubah B'shtet Sadim. Okay? So in other words, each Sad on their own needs to be bigger than the, bigger than the inside. V'chenita B'shashan B'Gemara. V'hachinami, afilu yavi dofan dalad. So in our case, even between the dofan of four, di'ika omed merubah mitzadechad lomahani. Despite the fact your board with levud makes it just under seven, and that's more than the space above it, which is just more than three tvachim, that's not going to help. The chevel you're putting on the top is a mashu, is one, is just a, it's just a string. Could be fish wire. But in rabbah that's not more than the chalal. So therefore, ati avir dahaygisa So the avir mean the space between the string and the board, and the space above that string haygisa mevatlele perush avir shebein dofan lechalal. The space between the dofan and the lechevel. Sorry, shu rabbah will be more than the chevel vavir shemaal mevatlele. So in other words, the way Rav Chaim explains it, yevakai demar demar of Yochanan here is the reason why I can't use that board and put it just, just less than three tefachim from the ground and then have that space between the board and the stream more than three and rely on Omed Rabala Parutz. Because Omed Rabala Parutz doesn't work across the board. Because it has to be Rabbi Bichdei Tzadim. And in this situation, the, the space between the board and the string is more than the string. So therefore, because the string is like Mashahu, so therefore the space on either side of the String will therefore mevatel it, and it'll be as if it's not there, and then I'll only have a wall of just under seven tefachim. Okay, fine. Let's do the next uh, next halacha. Now it's mishnah. Halacha bet. Kotel shebein shtei chatzorot. If I've got a wall between two chatzorot, kovah asamar and ten tefachim high. Barachav arba and it's four wide. Ma'arvin v'shnei be'in ma'arvin echad. You've got a wall. Two chatzorot are separated by a wall. Quite simply, they can't make an eruv together. However, it's four tefachim wide. So you brush a peirut. If on top of it there were peirut. It was fruit. Each of the, each of the occupants can go onto that wall and eat food there. However, the Vajilo, you read the Lamata, provided they don't bring it down. There's two explanations why that would be. Either this could be Shiva Rabbi Mayor, that Gagot Vachatserot are considered, are not rish, uh, are not considered the same Rishut. Even though we said the Gagot Rishut Echad, Gagot Vachatserot. So therefore, despite the fact the wall is, so the wall is a one Rishut, a separate Rishut. And the chatzor is a separate one, so therefore it's a way you can't bring it down. Or it could even be Rabbi Mer, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon, who says all the chatzorot, the batim, you can take from chatzor to roof to roof to chatzor, not a problem for chelim that were there. It means you can't take it down. Meaning you can't take it down into your house. So again, this wall that's four tefachim wide is a reshut b'fenei atzmo. They can go up there. They can eat, eat stuff there if they like, but they can't take take stuff down either to the chatzor or the house, depending on the way you understand it. Now, what happens if Nifratza Kotel, there's a breach in the wall, Aramot, if the breach is Amtil Tanamot, then that's now a Petach, that's now a doorway. So they can choose Maravich Naim, they can make a Shter, they can make Eruvim separately, the two Chatzerod, Ratsu or Maravin Achad, Mitneshuka Petach, or if they want, they, Vim Ratsu, if they wanted to, they can make Eruv together because it's a Petach. And you can make an Eruv by way of a Petach to two Chatzerod can combine together. Now, Yetermikan, more than that, Maravin Achad, meaning if the breach is bigger than 10, 
it's no longer considered a petach, it's considered a marash, a breach. So there's no longer a wall separating two chatzairot that have to do an Arab chatzairot together. Okay. Um, we'll get to that soon. Kotel, kotel shebein shtei chatzairot. If you've got a wall that's between chatzairot. Now, what, why, what are you talking about? Why does it need to be, why does the wall need to be rachav arba? I feel in rachav arba, even if the wall wasn't four wide, it would still divide the two chatzairot. Why is the mission talking about rachav arba? So the Gemara says, no, the reason why it's talk about the, the arba, begin manita, because the mission later addresses the case, Meaning the case where it says, Because with the reason why the, the Mishnah had to discuss a wall that was four wide was because it wanted to address how you use the space on top of that wall. That each of the occupants on either Chatzah can go up there and eat food up there. Um, fine. So, what if it wasn't four wide? So, Rabbah B'Shem Rav says, Asul Lekan V'Asul Lekan. And Rav Zira says, "B'shem Rav muta lekan and muta lekan." Now, why is asul lekan asul lekan? In other words, as soon as it's less than four, that wall is not considered shub b'fnei atzma. I'll read Rav Chaim. Umavatil lahai v'lahai. It becomes battle to both chaserot. So v'loya zizafilu kamaloyma. You won't be able to move anything on that wall. Because then, since the wall almost belongs to both chaserot kielu, it then it's as if you're t- if you move anything on the wall, it's like you're taking from one chaser to the other chaser. And he says, even Rabbi Shimon nami. In other words, Rabbi Shimon, who allows people to take chatzar to roof and roof to chatzar, what are we talking about? It could be that he went up, say, with his scarf from his house. So an object he took from his house, not something that was in the Shabbat the chatzar. He was, say, he was wearing a scarf. He went up to the wall, on top of the wall, took it off there. Now that it's there, it's not, it's not one of the kings of Shabbat the chatzar anymore. Now you can't move it at all because, again, it could be like moving from chatzar to chatzar. Okay, I just want to bring, uh, that's a point where Chaim said uh, how we understand like, this will be like Rav Shimon as well. Okay, so now the Gemara says, I don't understand. This doesn't seem like Ravah. Now, Ravah says, if you recall, it's Asul Lakan Lakan, meaning that wall is battle to both Rashuyot. That's what we said. Now, the Gemara says, Taman once again, he says, if you're in Rashusa Rabbim and you throw something on top of the Mechitza of Rashusa Yachid, on top of the wall, you'd be Chayat. But one second. Um, it's not inside the Rishut Yachid, it's just on the wall. And we said that the wall between two Chatzor is Bata Lakan Lakan. Even if, it, uh, uh, so in this situation, if I'm throwing it from the Rishut Sarabim onto the wall, why is it considered like it landed in Rishut Yachid? It's less than four. So the Gemara says, says, no. Taman there atro ekilu malea afar v'tzorot v'hachamait l'cha. So he says, why isn't when I throw Rosh Hashanah onto a wall that's less than four of Rosh Hashanah that it's considered as if it landed in the Rosh Hashanah or a Makom Dalad al Dalad? That is because halachically, Rosh Hashanah goes from the ground all the way to Shemim. Okay? So if that's the case, I view Rosh Hashanah if it's already filled up. So therefore, it fills up and therefore it's mashlim, if you like, my wall that might be less than four. That's why if I throw Rosh Hashanah and lands on the Rosh Hashanah, I'll be Chayav on Shabbos. The core in this situation, in this situation, even in our, in our case, with a wall that's less than four tefachim that divides two chatzirot, even if you want to view all the rishus yachim on each side as if it's filling up to the sides, it won't help you because which chatzir do you throw this narrow wall to belong to? You can't. It's it's still shayach to both chatzirot. So that's why. Um, that's why it would be, uh, that's why it would be, uh, like, it, it, it's why it's Asul Lakan Lakan. So then the Gemara says, Taylor Lakha, I'll bring you proof. 
So here, this is the zizin. You've got, this is the picture now, in Rosh Hashayachid. A zizin is like a protrusion or something sticking outside of, on the side of a wall. Now, Reb Chaim says, even though the Bible explains a slightly different thing, but he says we should read it like the Giris of, this is the continuation, this is the end part of Reb Chaim, he, on, this, on this, he says you should read that the protrusion itself is less than four. Okay? Uh, it says, meaning it's higher than 10 tfakhim from the ground, it's less than 4 by 4, so therefore what? It's a makom patur. That's why there's no, it's not asur to place something with suyachid, rabim on it, or suyachid on it, but you can't take suyachid and put it on it and then take that from Tudrush rabim, because again, shemayachid, if you're concerned, you'll say, eventually everyone will just end up skipping the step of placing the ziz and then taking straight to Rosh rabim. So the Gemara says, one second, one second, didn't Rabba say something different? Taman But one second, we just said Rabba said if I threw something and it landed on top of a wall, that it'd be Chayef. And here, if it lands on the Ziz, you're saying it's Patur. I don't understand. What's the difference between on top of the wall or on top of the Ziz? The ziz, you say it's part but on top of the wall, the wall itself is considered, uh, you're saying, they're both less than four wide. Why is it now considered part So he says, Okay, so, sorry, sorry, that's part of the question. In other words, there, when it came to throwing on the wall of Rosh Yachid, you view what? You view as if Rushusa Yachid is completely filled up to the top, and it's if you like mashlim the width of the wall, and that's why it lands on the floor. So why do we say same same thing in Rushusa Rabim? Just say Rushus Rabim goes all the way out all, and it'll just it'll just mashlim this little ziz that's sticking out. So Shamanu Mechitz Rushus Yachid, Shamanu Mechitz Rushus Rabim. So I'll read Reb Chaim here. He says as follows: In other words, the mashvei lekul who Rushus Yachid command amaliadami. In other words, Rushus Yachid you can fill it up fine. It makes it like the whole bechitzah therefore the sacrus Yachid. Who says the same thing works with Rishus Rabim? Rishus Rabim, we don't say Kamanda Malia Dami. Rishus Rabim, as we know, only goes up to Dalit Fahim anyway. Now, why do we bring this discussion to relate to our case of the Mechitzot, so the Gemara, the Mechitzot between Chatzerot? Then Rakhain now explains it. Because remember, we said we got onto this because it says Teda. So, so in other words, from here we're proving the Rushusiyachid, the reason why the wall between Rushusiyachid and Rushusiyachid is considered like forward, even if it isn't, is because we're Rushusiyachid as if it's completely filled up, filled up. And that explains what we're saying before. That also, even if you want to view Rushusiyachid as being filled up on both sides for the, our wall that's dividing two different Chatzar, it won't help you because it'll be Shaykh Lakan Lakan. However, like we explained, alternatively, there's a different explanation. Now, the another understanding could be just like the, you don't have the din of a mechitza dalid, um, so too, the din of mechitza of making kitzel like dalid when it's not dalid, well, it doesn't apply for a mechitza that separates, if you like, between rishus. Uh, between uh, between two chatzirot. Okay, now let's just uh, we'll do the last little piece. Rabba says, Rabbi Huda B'Shem Rabbi Shmuel says, Kotel Shikifuha. You've got a wall that was surrounded with sulamot. Mikan lakan. So you've got sulamot ladders that are all 
leaning against the wall. Forget the case of a window. Window's behind us now. But you put, you've got a mechitz of the vine shechatzer, and you've got ladders there. Ma'ar mishnei ve'imar The presence of the ladders there don't do anything. Meaning, still doesn't not considered a petach ve'im ravay mechad. So Amar of Yos ibarabun it says that's mikavan shelo kivnu lo nasu kapetach. Rabbi Yosef Barbun says, no, that's only because the ladders on either side weren't aligned with one another. But if they were aligned with one another, then it would be considered, then it would, now it's important to read Rechaim here because I don't want to confuse it because he says the Rosham is different to the Bavli. Yeah, he says, Like we said, in other words, for those ladders on either side, to have an impact, they would have had. The, sorry, the reason why they didn't have an impact is because they weren't aligned with one another. They were muhakim. That if they were aligned, meaning ladder to ladder, like like a tent almost by by this wall, then it would work. It would be like a petach. Now this is the critical part. The um the sulamot Right? In other words, two ladders, if they're not aligned, they're not within three tfachim from each other, then it's not mema'at. However, the shamitra as well, the bakotel, if the kotel itself was rachav arba, if the kotel itself was wide enough, such as the makom, then it doesn't matter even if they're not aligned, because they, each of them are leading up to a separate individual makom. However, ula'el, now this might be scratching your head, because it was only a few daf ago we learned, the Roshami doesn't seem to imply that. Because there we say, that a Sulam on its own doesn't have it in Petach. So, it's, so it seems to be what Reb Chaim is saying, that unlike the Bavli that says the, the, the fact that the ladders are not aligned doesn't make considered a Petach, is only when we're dealing with a very narrow wall. But a wide wall, that can be, that can be offset, it's not a problem. But, but according to Roshami, as we learned before, a ladder on its own is not considered a petach. So the only way, it seems, they're according to this, this sugya, irrespective of the width of the wall, or thickness of the wall, I should say, so the thickness of the wall, um, it's only if the ladders were aligned together that we now say they're considered like a petach. But if they're offset, then certainly not. All right. So there, Kolto, have a good Shabbos, everyone.